KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. In the right-hand corner, Rody Ball fake, tries baseline. He hasn't scored, tries to make a pass, cut off, kicks it out top. Elo fakes the three into the paint. Little leaner from seven, good. Josh Elo with ten points in the ball game and a three-point lead again. Today, a trip to the state tournament is on the line in Albion as the Amherst Broncos battle the Ponca Indians. High school basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Rody to throw it in, looking for the wraparound in the lane. Nothing there, so it goes up top to the safety valve, and Thompson hands it off to Esperson. Wide open, fakes the three, drives in, gives it off Trampy, eight-footer, no good. Rebound, Thompson, back up and in, and Amherst has the lead. After three straight trips to Lincoln, Amherst has missed the big dance the past two seasons. Ponca has been a force in C2, winning two of the last three state titles. It's the Indians and the Broncos coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Albion with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Albion, Boone Central High School, the site of the C25 District Championship. As one of the best teams in the state, the Ponca Indians playing host to Amherst, who come in after a dramatic overtime win in their sub-districts over Cambridge. They advance here with a record of 17-6, and six, looking to play the uh, part of spoiler for Ponca, trying to be that Cinderella team that makes it back to the state basketball tournament in Lincoln. Can Amherst do it? Absolutely they can. But to do so, they're going to have to find a way to slow down Carter Kingsbury. Kingsbury, one of the best players in Class C2 in the state. You do a little bit of everything and is uh, averaging right around uh, 28 points per ball game here for the Indians. So, again, they have to find some way to slow him down. You don't, you're not going to stop him probably, but you need to find some way to slow him down. And if you can do that, then Amherst can make it back to the state basketball tournament in Lincoln. You're listening, as always, to our pregame show, brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid Seed Dealers. We'll step away for a moment, continue with more of our Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show, and give you our starting lineup when we return right after this. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 
Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And welcome back here to Boone Central. Let's give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, a better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the home team on the scoreboard. That will be the Ponca Indians as uh, they are the number five overall seed right now in Class C2. We'll see whether or not that's the case after today's game. Their starters are Caden Phillips, a uh, 6'1 junior. Brandon Kneifel is a 6'2 senior. Briar Bennett is 6'2 and a junior. Paul Mason is a 6'2 senior. And we mentioned the uh, the big guy, Carter Kingsbury. He's a big guy in more than one way. He is 6'5 and a senior here for the Ponca Indians and their head coach, Adam Pulowski. And now for the Amherst Broncos, their starters will be Kalen Rohde, a 6-foot-tall junior who averages 9.5 points and 3.2 rebounds. Joshua Elo, a 6'3 senior, averages 12.9 points and 5.5 rebounds. Tanner Thompson is a 6'2 junior who averages 11.1 points and 5.6 rebounds. Scout Simmons is a 6'1 freshman who is averaging 5.9 points and 4.8 rebounds. Dominic Esperson is a 6-foot-tall senior, and Asperson is averaging 6.8 points and 3.2 rebounds for head coach Eric Rippon. His assistants are Les Adelong, Jalen Heiser, and Jordan Cox. Again, that's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Of course, not the only game going on in the state of Nebraska uh, as the uh, Class B will have all their district finals today, including the number two seats so far, Hastings. They're playing host to Crete. And that game tipped off at uh, 2 o'clock. Elsewhere in Class B, Alliance will be taking on Lexington. Lexington is the number 12 seed in the state. And Grand Island Northwest has to hit the road to take on Mount Michael. Mount Michael is the number 6 overall seed so far. Uh, Elsewhere um, in uh, the lower classes, there's only other uh, Class D or C game going on today. And that will be in Minden as Loomis will try to follow their girls to the state basketball tournament. The Wolves are the overall number three seed, so the D23 is in Minden. They'll be taking on Lawrence Nelson, and that game is also set to tip off right around 3 o'clock. And don't forget that um, we'll be uh, getting ourselves a a brand-new Athlete of the Month coming up tomorrow, today being the last day of the month. In fact, kind of a bonus day here is it's Leap Day. And our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpent and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners and listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's all brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. And our reigning athletes of the month are Dustin 
Klingsporn from Axtell Wrestling and Whitney Brown from Grand Island Northwest Basketball. So the uh, announcement's starting to get going on here, and we'll step away for a moment. We'll come back with the tip here between the Amherst Broncos and the Ponca Indians when we return to Albion right after this timeout. UNK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning, and going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible. Be yourself, but develop the best version of you. Let us show you what you're made of. Be blue. Be gold. Be bold. Apply now to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Learn more at unk.edu. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Since our bank was founded in 1905, we have been the community bank that's part of your community. Whether it's Friday night at the football game or volunteering at the local celebration, at Town & Country Bank, building relationships is what matters. That's why we gladly support the towns in which we live and work. This is Heather at Town & Country Bank, and I invite you to stop in today and let us show you how banking should be. Town & Country Bank, relationships you can bank on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back here to Albion as the non-starters will be announced for both Ponca and for Amherst. They start with the visiting team. So right now they're announcing all the non-starters here for the Broncos. Ponca comes in with a record of 22-4. and There's only been two teams that have been able to defeat them all season. One of the better teams in Class D1, Laurel Concord, has defeated them twice. And they have lost to Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur two times, including in the sub-district final, and BRLD is 25-0. and 0. They won by 16 the other day, and uh, so uh, they're kind of coming off of uh, the deck here a little bit is Ponca, even though they're 22-4 and 4 and overall number five in terms of wildcard points in the, in the state. Amherst, as we know, came away with their C210 sub-district championship, winning in overtime over Cambridge, 54-48 to on Thursday night. So they got a little forward momentum going as they've won three in a row. In fact, they have won uh, four of their last five games, and they have been playing very good basketball here down the stretch. So that's going to wrap up our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll take one last 30-second break. We'll be back with a tip here between the Broncos and the Indians when we return to Albion right after this. 
When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud... Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Allen and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. Well, if the size of the uh, the support is any indication, I like Amherst's chances here today. They brought a pretty good crowd up here to uh, Albion. And again, this place was chosen because it's halfway between the two and probably a 50% increase in the size of the uh, crowd on the uh, side that's wearing red versus the side on the far side there that's wearing blue. So Amherst has traveled very well here today. We certainly want to say thanks to all of our sponsors that help us bring you coverage of district and state basketball games here on Platte River Radio, but also a special shout out to our presenting sponsors, Maryland Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Nutrient Ag Solutions, decade after decade, we're here to provide you the best technologies, tools, and products so you can focus on what you do best, grow. And UNK, be blue, be gold, be bold at UNK. All set and ready to go. Whistle puts the ball in the air, and the tip going to be in the hands here of Ponca, so they'll have first possession. And on the bounce here will be Kneifel. Kneifel looking at a little zone here. We'll give it to the elbow for Mason. Mason will give here right side for Bennett. Bennett, top of the circle for Kneifel. As Amherst will, uh, actually, they're going man-to-man here. Bennett will dump it down low for Kingsbury. Kingsbury facing the double team will lean in. Did he walk or is there a push? They're going to call a push here on Amherst. And again, that big, strong body of Kingsbury, he was leaning in, and they're going to call a foul here on Tanner Thompson. So for Thompson, that'll be his first foul. Ball is inbounded here for Bennett, and backdoor cut. Shot's going to be no good. Phillips couldn't quite come up with it. Long rebound here for Rohde. Rohde throws it up court here for Esperson. Esperson jumper off the rim, and no good on the baseline, and Kingsbury pulls down the rebound. The 6-5 guard, no-look pass into the corner here for Kneifel, and Kneifel took an extra step. He'll walk with it. Kingsbury will play the guard. He'll play forward. He's 6'5". You don't really list anybody as a center in high school basketball much anymore, but he'll play that position as well. And he'll sometimes do all three positions on the same possession. So Asperson will dribble on the right side. He'll give a top of the circle here for Simmons. Back to Asperson. Asperson drives the baseline, kicks it out. Here's a three. Thompson bounces around. Good! Tanner Thompson gets things started here for Amherst, draining the three-pointer, and it's 3-0 in favor of the underdog Amherst Broncos. They'll give here left side for Phillips. Phillips working against the man-man of Rohde here. And they'll get the ball left side for Mason. They're not thinking Mason's going to shoot it. They'll give it to Phillips. Off a screen for Bennett. Bennett gives it back out for Mason. Mason will shoot the three. It's no good. And rebounded by Josh Elo. Elo, long outlet pass for Thompson. Thompson behind that arc. And they'll work it back around the perimeter. Rohde has it. Can't shoot over the top of Kneifel. So they'll get it in the lane. A drive here by Thompson. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Bennett. So here come the Indians on the run. They trail it 3-2. Nothing, and they'll kick here left side for Bennett. Long three, 
no good. And tracking down the rebound is going to be Tanner Thompson. So now slowly up court comes Amherst. They haven't done a whole lot of things slowly here as the pace has been pretty quick, but we only have three points on the board. They all belong to the Broncos. Pass on the inside. Ball is going to be knocked loose, but Rohde tracks it down in the corner. Penetration, loose ball, and that's going to be stolen away by Knopfel. That'll be another turnover and a drive. Dunk by Kingsbury. Carter Kingsbury got that bounce pass on the right side in transition. Slams it home. And the new net was turned inside out. They had to stop the clock to fix the net. That allows the folks wearing blue to make a little bit more noise. Again, Amherst still has a 3-2 lead, but impressive dunk there by Kingsbury. Now a drive to the rim. Bucket good. Driving is Kalen Rohde. And Rohde, he'll slap the hands together and celebrate scoring the bucket here. It's 5-2. Again, Amherst back on top here by three points. Driving in the lane is Phillips. Phillips shot in traffic. No good. Ball's on the ground. They're going to go out of bounds with it. And who are they going to say it was last touched by? Who's it off of? They're going to say it was off of Amherst. Well, the first one to hit the deck was Scout Simmons to get down on the ball. And I do believe that his shoulder touched that baseline while they had the ball. So Kingsbury, after that dunk, will inbound the basketball. And he's trying to post up, but he says throw it in the corner. So they do. Phillips will shoot a three. That's no good. And Joshua Elo will pull down the board. Elo brings it up ahead here for Rody. Rody kicking to the corner. Here's another three. Off the iron, no good. And rebounded by Kneifel. And Amherst trying to get the ball back is going to commit the foul. That'll be on Kalen Rody. That will be his second. Excuse me, that'll be his first. Team's second here with 4.46 to go in quarter number one. So Ponka will face no pressure until they get across the timeline. Amherst is going man-to-man. And with the job of staying on Kingsbury over there is going to be Thompson. They'll give it on the right side for Kneifel. Kneifel kicks back out here for Aiden Anderson, who came in during the stoppage. He'll hand the ball off here for Zachary Furno, who also came in here for Ponka. Good pressure put on Kingsbury. Kingsbury throws it in the lane. Driving is going to be amazing, and it's going to be a charge. Stepping in front to collect the charge is Kalen Rohde. Nice play there by Rohde to collect the charge. And Mason will be called for his first foul, and that will serve as a Ponka turnover because the Broncos now get possession of the ball with a 5-2 lead here with 4.19 to go in quarter number one. So Amherst really trying to assert themselves. And as much as anything, this first quarter is about belief. Making yourself believe, making your opposition believe that they're in trouble. Esperson will drive the baseline. They'll kick the ball into the corner. Three-pointer. God! Brilliant pass into that corner for Scout Simmons, and the freshman drains the three. So now a six-point Amherst lead. On the right side, Mason. Mason as they cycle through, and we're going to have a hold called here on Dominic Esperson, mostly because... The offensive player slipped and fell. So Asperson going to be called for his first foul. Third as a team here on Amherst. And checking in for the Broncos is going to be uh, Colton Vavra. So Kingsbury 
Limbaugh on the baseline. Kingsbury will bounce it out here for Bennett. Back to Kingsbury. Kingsbury drives the baseline. They're going to foul him. I think they're going to issue that one to uh, Josh Elo. Yep, that's where that one's going to go. That'll be his first. Team's fourth. And Kingsbury will slap the ball. And we'll throw the ball in here for Phillips. Phillips gives it back on this left. Got the ball back on this left side. And they'll shoot top of the key. Three-pointer, good. Briar Bennett, first three-pointer of the game here for Ponca. And that'll cut the lead in half. Eight to five, our score right now. With it is number five, Elo. Elo stops behind that right wing. He'll hand the basketball off here for Thompson. Thompson back out for Elo. Josh will drive. He'll elevate on the baseline, and he'll get the friendly roll. Joshua Elo with a great little drive there, showing that touch as that hit the front of the rim. So we'll give it off here for Aiden Anderson. Anderson takes it to the elbow. They'll kick now right side for Bennett. Bennett for Kingsbury. They double-team Kingsbury, and they steal it away. Coming up with this steal is Rody. He took it away from Kingsbury, and now on the bounce here is going to be Elo. Elo gives top of the circle. Scout will bounce the ball for Rody on the baseline. Back to Simmons. Simmons on the baseline, loses the basketball, and it's going to go off Ponca and out of bounds. So Broncos will inbound on the baseline. It'll be Scout Simmons that will throw it in. Mazin checks back into the game with Briar Bennett. Here for Ponca. And we've got a, a stoppage here. I think they're looking at Briar Bennett. Now might, he has a little blood, I believe, on his uniform based on uh, what they're looking at here. Doesn't appear to be hurt, but I think that uh, they're going to have to figure out something with uh, the blood rule here. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. He's got just a minor little scratch. We'll have to clean that up and put a little antiseptic on there. So he's out. Aiden Anderson going to check in here for Ponca. 10-5 good guys. 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. Amherst has a five-point lead. They've got the basketball on their baseline. They're going to lob it in the lane. It's tipped a little bit. Tanner Thompson has to go between the rings to go get the basketball. He's still dribbling as he's picked up there by Kingsbury. And he'll... Throw the ball left side, driving the lane, elevating is going to be Elo. And Elo will rattle it home. He elevates in the lane and gets the little leaner. So he's got six in the game. Right side, Kneifel. Kneifel will drive. That's off the back of the heel, no good. Gets his own rebound, takes it off glass, good. Brandon Kneifel will get the put back in traffic after snagging the offensive rebound. 12-7, our score. Nice pass down low. Ball fake by Bavra. Bavra takes it off glass. Good. Good penetration to set up Bavra as they just dumped it over the top. And Bavra was down low. And that will push lead out to 7. 14-7. And on the dribble here is Kneifel. Kneifel, top of the circle now, will back out. He's used up his dribble. He'll throw it right side for Phillips. Phillips gets a screen from Kingsbury. They're going to kick here left side for Kneifel. And we have a foul here on Esperson. For Dominic Esperson, that's his second foul. For the Broncos, that is their fifth as a team. So five fouls have been whistled here on Amherst, one against Ponca. But the scoreboard 
toward the Broncos. They lead at 14-7, a minute and a half to go here on ESPN Radio. Caden Phillips, give the ball to Kingsbury on the right side. He'll skip it over here for Kneifel. Kneifel for three, good. His first made three, the second as a team here for the Indians. And it is now 14-10. Kalen Roding drives the baseline, and he took an extra step. So he will walk with it. Ball basically got pinned on his hip as he was driving, and that's the reason for the turnover. Two on Amherst, three against Ponke, and we're entering the final minute of quarter number one. Right side, Phillips kicks top of the circle here for Kneifel. Ponke facing some man-to-man defense here by Amherst, and they'll get the ball here on the left side for Briar Bennett. Bennett. On the baseline, throws it in the corner for Phillips. Around the perimeter we go. Kingsbury, an NBA three is an air ball, and it goes out of bounds. So the big man has not gone on track so far here in the basketball game, and that is good news for Amherst. 41 seconds to go before we end quarter number one. And, in fact, uh, Simmons... Is going to be called for 10 seconds for not bringing it across the timeline in time. I, I think he was across. I think the official looked at the red line as midcourt. Well, red line is midcourt. Well, Amherst took too much time just walking it up the court. Unforced error there. Kingsbury will throw the ball down low. Jumper no good. And rebounded by Amherst. So the Broncos bring it up in the offensive end here. Simmons pulled down the rebound. He'll bring the ball up court. Ten seconds to go. And he'll take it down to the baseline. Dribble behind the back. Gives it off here for Thompson. Thompson leans in the lane. Shot's no good. Offensive rebound. Ball fake, and there's going to be a foul. With that ball fake, an Indian jumped on the back of a Bronco. Vavra with the ball fake. He was still on the ground, so that'll be the... First foul of the game here on Bennett. And with only 2.6 to go, Amherst will inbound it. Simmons will inbound it. They'll give it on the baseline to Rody. Rody's shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by Kingsbury. Kingsbury will throw a long one that hits the iron. It would not have counted even if it had gone. And we've ended one quarter of play here in Albion. And the upstart Amherst Broncos have a 14-10 lead over Ponca. We'll return to Boone Central right after this. Farming is a way of life here, and today's farmer has a feel for the land, a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest, and the farmers know CHS Agronomy Department is who they can trust and count on. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed and soil samples. CHS is right there where you are. That means you know the people, and they're giving back in your communities. CHS, people and resources, you can count on always, and always here at chsholdridge.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Towing and Repair, we're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. 
Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Broncos will get the basketball, leading it here 14-10 to to start the second quarter. Scout Simmons faces man-to-man, and he'll give the ball for Thompson. Back to Scout. Scout, entry pass on the inside. It's going to be slapped away by Bennett, and that'll be a turnover. Indians want to run. They throw it in the corner here for Phillips. Back off off the screen. They give it for Kneifel. Kneifel with five points in the game. He'll throw the ball right side for Mason. Mason gives it on the baseline. Kneifel gets a screen from uh, Kingsbury, and they'll get the ball here left side for Bennett. Bennett will hit a three. Briar Bennett, his second three-pointer of the game. He now has six. That will cut the Amherst lead down to one. It's 14 to 13. And they'll use up their dribble, so Mason will pressure the ball as Elo had it. And Elo will give it here for Scout Simmons. And Joshua Elo on that left side now will come through a couple of screens, but they don't give him the ball. Simmons has it on the left side. Nice entry pass in for Elo. Elo's shot's going to be no good, but he's going to be fouled and will step to the stripe for two. That will be on Briar Bennett, and that is his second. And Elo to the line for a couple. He is a 49% free throw shooter, and the free throw here is good. So Elo will add to the lead. It's 15-13 in favor of Amherst. And the second free throw for Elo is no good. And it will be rebounded here by Kneifel. Now Kneifel will get the ball back. He brings across the timeline. They'll hand the ball off to Kingsbury. Kingsbury will fire a three. No good. Rebounded by Rohde. That's his second board of the game. And the Broncos quickly will throw it up court. Driving is Thompson. Thompson has a shot blocked. It goes into the corners. And we're going to have the officials are going to get together. One official is going to call a travel. The other one calls a foul. And it's going to be a foul. They're going to call a push here on Tanner Thompson. The official that couldn't see the Bronco as well, was going to uh, call it a travel. But the officials huddle up, discuss it, and Kneifel will bring across the timeline. They give it right side here for Phillips. That's now 16 fouls. So next one will have free throws as a result. Kneifel will throw right wing here for Kingsbury. Kingsbury off the screen. He'll elevate and dump it in underneath for Mason. Mason took an extra step. Yes, he did. Tried a little jump stop and a ball fake, and he did not stick the landing on that jump stop. So that'll be a Ponca turnover. So Kalen Rohde will be picked up defensively as he gets across the timeline. Ponca going man-to-man right now, and they'll get the ball here on the left side for Elo. Elo top of the circle for Rohde. Back off for Elo. Elo will drive the lane. He'll elevate off the iron, and Joshua Elo will hit the bucket. He's got nine in the game. He's got nine of the 17 here for the Broncos. They have a four-point lead. Driving is going to be Kingsbury. Kingsbury, 13 feet inside, will elevate, and he'll rattle it home. A great mid-range jumper. That defense was pretty good. Now a long pass is going to be intercepted. Indians get it back. That two-on-two. They'll dump it in underneath for Kneifel. Kneifel can't do much with it. He'll give it back out here for Mason. Mason finds a cutter, and the bucket's going to be good for Aiden Anderson. 
So Anderson coming through that uh, open space there, and we are tied at 17. Driving here is going to be Kalen Rohde. He'll kick into the corner for Elo. Elo will drive the baseline, and we're going to have a pump the foul. That'll be on number 30, Paul Mazin. That'll be his second. Zach Furno going to check in here for the Indians as Mazin will come out with his two fouls. 5.06 to go before halftime. Deadlocked at 17. And the ball inbounded here for the Broncos. Right side, Elo has it. He'll give it to Rody. Rody almost walked with it, but he didn't. And he'll kick the ball here left side. Had a little trouble getting the catch the first time. And now Elo will throw it on the right side here for Simmons. Simmons gives it on the baseline for Thompson. Thompson, nice pass inside. And spinning it in is going to be Colton Vavra. A little bit of spin on that one for Vavra to get that one around the rim. And again, Amherst has the lead. Driving here is Kingsbury. Shot off the iron, no good. Gets his own rebound. He'll kiss it off the glass. That one won't go. Rebounded, and they go over the back. That's got, no, that's got to be a foul. Absolutely. Absolutely. The near official called the hell ball, but Carter Kingsbury saddled up a Bronco in the lane. That's a foul on Kingsbury, his first of the game. Again, a good job by the officials of talking it out. The low official could not have seen that, and so the top official had to straighten things out. So it is going to be Bronco basketball. Thompson throws right side. Here's a three off the iron. No good for Rody. Rebound tipped around, and coming up with it is going to be Thompson. Thompson will dribble it out. He's going to be fouled. Phillips called for the foul. 19-17. Broncos with the lead. 4-11 to go here. Second quarter. Scout Simmons. Well, he's uh, stepping away. He's not going to inbound it. I think it's Rody that's going to inbound it. Yep. Kalen will inbound the ball as they line up four across. Off of a screen, they give it for Scout. Scout will fire a three off the iron. No good. Long rebound pulled down by Elo, though. And they'll reset the offense, giving it to Scout. Scout gives right side for Thompson. Thompson, nice pass in the lane. Fabra shot won't fall, but he's hit on the elbow, and he'll step with a strike for two. Fabra, a 64% free throw shooter. The foul was whistled on Anderson, his second, sixth as a team now on Ponca. So Babra with four points in the game will have two free throws and the first line drive free throw is no good. Second free throw by Babra is on the way and he's got it. He's got five in the game, a three-point Amherst lead, 20 to 17. We have now crossed the midway point of the second quarter. And Ponka will inbound it. Kingsbury just gives it up here for Kneifel. Kneifel will bring it across the timeline with no pressure. And they'll get it up here on the left side for Zachary Furno. Furno for Phillips. Off of the screen right side for Kneifel. Broncos going man-to-man. Kneifel picked up defensively there by Scout Simmons. He'll drive. He'll take it off the iron. It'll roll, and it's good. Brandon Kneifel now with seven in the game. So Amherst will bring the ball up court. Elo drives the baseline himself. He'll elevate, throw it top of the circle here. 
And now driving will be Thompson. Thompson will find Elo. Elo hits a three. Three-pointer for Josh Elo. And he's got a dozen in the game on the baseline. Phillips, he's going to kick it out. Driving is Anderson. Anderson runs into the defender. He'll commit the charge. Great defensive play. Tanner Thompson, his teammates will pick him up, pat him on the back. As that'll be the second foul on Anderson. That'll be a punk, a turnover. And the Indians want to call a timeout. It's Amherst, 23. Ponca 19. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We return to Albion right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. And welcome back here. Our timeouts, as always, brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Randy Bushcutter here from Boone Central with our engineer par excellence, Stacy Johns, back in the studio. Don't forget, coming up tonight on Power 99, district action as Carney High at home will be taking on Columbus. That game set for a 7 o'clock tip. Across the timeline here is going to be Ethan Elo. Came in during the stoppage during that timeout. Simmons will throw it here for Tanner Thompson. Thompson to the free throw line for Josh Elo. He'll elevate in the lane. It's going to be no good. And Kingsbury will pull down the board. His third of the game. He'll drive. He'll kick right side for Kneifel. Kneifel will elevate for three. No good. Rebound tipped and the Broncos come up with it. And then they lose the basketball. It's going to be stolen away from Elo. Elo had the rebound and then lost it. So now... Driving here is going to be Ponka, and they're going to call a block. Oh, the official initially started the sign like the charge. They're going to count the bucket here and issue a foul to Josh Elo. Well, I don't want that job of being official because that one was as close as close can be, whether it was a block or whether or not it was a charge. But Kneifel gets the uh, bucket, so now there's the and-one opportunity. And the official is explaining things here to Coach Rippon for Amherst. And it seems like they've worked it out. Free throw is up and good. Kneifel with uh, 10 points in the game. So that cuts the Amherst lead down to one again. 23-22 is our score. On the left side, Thompson has it. He'll bounce it in the lane here for Joshua Elo, and that's going to be a kick. And that took place uh, at the free throw line, so they're going to allow Amherst inbounded on the baseline. It's right there on the border, whether or not you go on the sideline or on the baseline. So Esperson will inbound it here. We'll see if they can get something going off this inbounds play. They'll give it for Scout Simmons. Simmons will kick left side, and they're going to call a walk. Good ball fake there. It looked like Dominic Esperson. Honestly, through some punk of players, I couldn't see his feet. But Asperson's going to be called for the walk. And that's unfortunate because he was going to have a pretty good mid-range jumper wide open. Kneifel will kick right side here for Phillips. Phillips back to Kneifel. He'll work your ball around the perimeter. Off the screen. Phillips wants the ball again on the right side. But driving here is going to be Mason. 
And they'll give the ball off here for Kneifel. Kneifel for Bennett. Bennett on the right side for Phillips. Man-to-man defense right now for the Broncos. Left side, Mason has it. They'll get it off here for Phillips, and Phillips will hit a three. His first main three of the game. And that will put Honka back on top here for only the second time all game. It's 25-23. Amherst has been a long time since they've been behind. Elo with a minute 26 to go. Has his dribble, and he'll give it on the left side here for Scout Simmons. On that left side for Esperson. They'll skip it over here for Thompson. Thompson's pass on the inside is going to be knocked down. That'll be a Ponca turnover. And then trying to get the ball back is going to be Vavra. Vavra going to be called for the reach. That'll be a one-and-one on the other end. Both teams right now in the bonus. Possession arrow is pointing to Ponca, and so is the scoreboard. They lead it 25-23. Kneifel with 10 in the game will have the front end of a one-and-one. But first, checking in is going to be Aiden Anderson and Zach Furno here for Ponca. So Kneifel to the line here. And the free throw is good. So that'll earn him the second free throw and the one and one. Finished a three-point play earlier, so he's a perfect two for two from the line. And the second free throw is up and good. So he makes both ends of the one and one. And it's 27-23. Down by four. This is the largest deficit of the game here for the Broncos. And on the right side, three-pointer off the heel. No good. Baver trying to get the rebound. They're going to call Baver for a push. He got the rebound, but they're going to say it's because he pushed off. So things are kind of, and this one, I don't think Coach Rippon's going to agree. To me, it didn't look like a push either. So the foul here will send Brandon Kneifel to the line for the front end of a one-and-one. He's been 3-0, and and Coach Rippon's still making his case. Free throw is up and good. So that earns the bonus. Pushes the lead out to five here for Ponca. Second free throw is up and good. Knifel knew it as soon as he let go of the ball. 29-23, final minute here of the second quarter. Amherst had a four-point lead to start the quarter. They now trail by six. So now on the left side, they'll get it off here for Thompson. Thompson has a little trouble with it. Kicks the ball here right side for Simmons. Simmons will skip the ball over for Thompson. Thompson for three. Hits the three. Second trade of the game here for Tanner Thompson. That'll cut the deficit in half. 29-26. 30 seconds to go. And slowly across the timeline is going to be Kneifel. Kneifel has it across. And it looked to me like he went over and back. They don't call it. Kingsbury has the ball on the top of the key. He'll dribble behind his back. He'll throw the ball in the corner here for Furno, and Furno missed the three-pointer. Ball goes out of bounds, last touch by Amherst. He went over and back. They went across that black line, backed out against. Very, very strange. Oh, I have an explanation. Ball's inbounded. 
Simmons comes up with a steal. Two seconds left. He'll fire the three. No good. Tip at the horn. Won't count. And that'll do it. My apologies. That's a reciprocating half-court line here. Been a while since I've seen one. But that's uh, once you get across that, that zone, it falls back to the red line after you get it across. It's not to make courts in the state have that. In any event, Ponca has a three-point lead, 29-26 here at halftime. Amherst battling right with the number five team in the state, according to the wildcard points. We'll step away for a moment. When we return, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission's not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $5.49. There are shrimp baskets, cod sliders, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. Last year's attention getter is back, too. The crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of cream cheese and crab rolled in a golden crisp tortilla. And ready to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Aurora Cooperative proudly sports homegrown, high-octane, cleaner-burning American ethanol grown by the American farmer. Aurora Cooperative supports the rural communities during times of natural disasters like last year's floods, tornadoes, and blizzards. These are the same communities where our employees live, work, and worship alongside those same farmers. Stop by your local A-stop or a call for on-farm delivery of American-made ethanol fuels to support our American farmers. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. And welcome back here to Boone Central in Albion for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Amherst led most of this first half, but a little uh, push out by Ponca in the final about uh, four and a half minutes of the second quarter has given them a 29-26 lead here at the break. And leading the way so far for Amherst is Josh Elo. He's got 12 points and three rebounds. Six points and a couple of rebounds here for Tanner Thompson. All six of those points coming from behind the arc. Scout Simmons has hit a three-pointer for his three points in the game. Colton Vavra off the bench has five points and one rebound here in the game. Uh, Unofficially, Amherst with nine rebounds in the first half compared to seven for Ponca. Leading the way here for the Indians is Brandon Kneifel. Kneifel with 14 points in the game. Carter Kingsbury has four points and three rebounds. Six points, all of them coming from behind the three-point arc by Briar Bennett. He's got a rebound as well. Caden Phillips has also hit a three-pointer here for Ponca. And Aiden Anderson with two points. 
at halftime. Unofficially, Ponca turned the ball over five times, most of those coming in the uh, first quarter when Amherst was able to build a lead. And uh, at uh, halftime, though, the lead belongs to the Indians, 29-26. to 26. We'll step away for a moment. When we return, we'll take a look at uh, district pairings and also the state girls basketball pairings have been announced. We'll look at those for you when we return to Boone Central right after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. And welcome back here to Boone Central. The pairings have been announced in the girls' state basketball tournament, and some of the local teams involved in that include uh, Grand Island Northwest, who is the four seed. They'll play at 10:45 against Sydney on Thursday. Uh, elsewhere in Class C1, St. Paul, they're the four seed as well. They'll be playing at 10:45 at the Devaney Center against fifth-seeded Wahoo. Adam Central, big win last night. They are the seven seed. And they'll be taking on second-seeded Shadron. That'll be the 2 p.m. game at Devaney on Thursday. And uh, elsewhere, Grand Island Central Catholic, they'll be the five-seed in Class C2. They'll be taking on these Ponca Indians, but obviously the girls' team. That'll be at 345 at Lincoln North Star on Thursday. Uh, Hastings St. Cecilia is the three-seed in Class C2. They'll be playing at North Star at 8.45 p.m. on Thursday night. Elsewhere in Class D1, Pleasanton is the three seed. They'll be taking on number six, Pender, at Lincoln Southwest at 3.45. And uh, Loomis is the eighth seed. They'll be taking on Falls City Sacred Heart, who obviously is the one seed. That game will be at 9 a.m. at Lincoln North Star in Class D2. 
Lawrence Nelson is the five seed in D2. At 25 and 1, they're the five seed, and they'll be taking on Why Not at 10.45 a.m. Coming up on Thursday, and uh, Bruning Davenport Shickley, they're the sixth seed in Class D2. They'll be taking on Mullen at 8.45 p.m. at Lincoln Southwest. So that's your pairings that we've got for you in the Girls State Basketball Tournament that involve teams from our listening area. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. 29-26 Ponca with the lead over Amherst when we return right after this. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm Sunday, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Peanut Butter Fudge Crunch Concrete. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Tonka will have the ball first to start the uh, second half here. They get the ball inside for Kingsbury, and Kingsbury is able to weave his way through there and muscle his way up for the bucket to push Tonka back on top here by 5, 31-26. Long pass to Thompson. Thompson all by himself gets the layup. Great pass there by Josh Elo, who threw it about 60 feet right on the money. So, just like that, Amherst is able to answer right back. 31-28, real early on here in the third quarter. Left side, Mason. Mason gives off here for Phillips. Amherst is going man-to-man to the elbow. They give it to Kingsbury. Kingsbury finds a nice cutter. Shot by Phillips is no good. Gets his own rebound. The kick out. Here's the three. No good for Bennett. And coming up with a rebound is going to be Amherst. Dribbling through. A lot of contact there, but no foul called. Rebound by Thompson. And they'll snap the ball here in the corner for Joshua Elo. Elo with a dozen in the first half. And he'll give it here for Scout Simmons. Simmons will direct traffic. A 2-1-2 zone. A 2-1-2 zone right now for uh, Ponka. Ball on the baseline here for Thompson. Thompson gets it in the lane. And uh, it's going to be knocked away, but Thompson's able to track it down. Skip back on this left side. Three-pointer by Rody in and out. No good. Offensive board stepping through here is going to be Simmons. Simmons with a bucket and foul. He'll have the and one opportunity. Yeah. 
So Scout Simmons gets the bucket. The foul is going to be called here on uh, Briar Bennett. That'll be his third foul. And now Scout with six points in the game. Make it seven. He hits the free throw. 31 all. So Ponka is across the timeline. And they'll just flip the ball off here for Kneifel. Kneifel gives it for Phillips. Phillips gives her on the left side for Kneifel. Kneifel a fadeaway three from about 30 feet away. It's no good, but Mason pulls down the rebound. Give it off here for Kneifel. Kneifel gets the ball back, throws now left side for Mason. Mason, not much of a threat to uh, do much with the ball, but they'll get the ball on this left side. Phillips will shoot a three, no good. Offensive rebound. Mason will get the long board, drive in, and get the bucket. An unusual way to get a putback, but that's exactly what happened. Esperson will kick it on the baseline. Ball fake. Thompson elevates, and Thompson will score. He's got 10 in the game. Tanner Thompson drains the jumper on that baseline. Little ball fake got the defender to move out of his way. And he's able to kiss it up and in. We're tied at 33. Passer on the left side for Bennett. Bennett will drive. Dish in underneath for Mason. Mason gets the bucket and foul. Mason on that low block. Got the bucket. Now he'll have the and one opportunity. That'll be on Scout Simmons. That'll be the freshman's first foul of the game. Presenting sponsors of our district and state basketball action include UNK, Be Blue, Be Gold, Be Bold at UNK. Mason, five points in the quarter. Those are all five points he has now that he's hit the free throw. Now make a three-point lead with that three-point play, 36-33. And in the offensive end here is going to be Simmons. Simmons gives left side for Elo. Elo from the free throw line, kicks back out for Simmons. Honka. 2-3 zone. They'll throw right side for Rody. Rody picked up defensively there by Phillips. And he'll give it between the circles here for Asperson. Asperson on the left side. Going to be for Rody. Rody will dribble. They go for the steal, but Rody handles the ball. He'll throw it in the corner. Open is Esperson, and he hits the three. Dominic Esperson, first three-pointer of the game for him. And we're tied at 36 again. Amherst as led by seven, I believe, is their largest lead, and they've trailed by as many as six. Right now we're tied, and a baseline jumper here by Kneifel, no good. And running with the basketball is going to be Amherst. Thompson on that right side. They're going to say walked with it in front of a double team by Phillips and Kneifel. So 4.21 to go here, third quarter. Amherst hanging out with the number five team in the state. They're rated that way by the Omaha World Herald. Also number five in terms of wildcard points. Kneifel throws on the left side. They'll set a screen here for Phillips. They'll give top of the circle here for Anderson. Anderson on the right side for Kneifel. Kneifel stop. And he'll pop it out on top of the key here for Mason. His three's no good. But an offensive board here by Anderson. Anderson will drive and will score. Anderson got the ball about eight feet away and then drove hard to the right side of the rim and was able to kiss it off the glass. 38-36, Amherst down by a bucket. Elo throws it left side. They get it on the baseline here for Thompson. Thompson back out here for Simmons. Simmons had a little trouble with the handle. He'll throw it right side. Rody for three. Hits the three, and he's fouled. 
Got the hoop and the harm. He drains the three to put Amherst on top, 39-38. And now the and one. Phillips, that'll be his second foul of the game. Put a star on this one, especially if Kalen Rohde can stroke in the free throw for a four-point play. And he's a 79% free throw shooter. So the free throw is up, and it is no good. So rebound by Phillips after being called for the foul. And Ponka will get the ball here on the right side. Bennett will dribble to the free throw line. He'll kick it over there to Mason on the left side. Now top of the circle here is Phillips. Phillips, nice little step through. He'll kiss it off the glass. He gets the bucket. And a timeout being taken by Ponka. 3.14 to go here. Third quarter. And Ponka has a 40-39 lead. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We return to Boone Central after this. UMK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning. And going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible. Be yourself, but develop the best version of you. Let us show you what you're made of. Be blue. Be gold. Be bold. Apply now to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Learn more at unk.edu. And welcome back here to Boone Central. I want to say thanks to our presenting sponsors, which include Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Nutrigen Ag Solutions. Decade after decade, we're here to provide the best technologies, tools, and products so you can focus on what you do best, grow, and another unforced error here on Amherst. Scout Simmons dribbling on that right side just loses control of the basketball, and that'll be a turnover. Amherst had a situation where they were walking the ball up court, got called for a 10-second violation with no pressure on the ball. They were just walking with it. So Kneifel brings in the offensive end. He'll give here left side for Mason. Mason passing the lane, going to be tipped, and it's going to be off the hands of Scout Simmons. Simmons trying to make the sales pitch that uh, after he hit it, Kneifel hit it. The official didn't buy what he was selling, so Kneifel will get the ball inbounded to him. He'll throw right side for Bennett. They'll kick into the corner over there for Ferno. Ferno gives it to Bennett off the screen. Set play, and Bennett drains the three-pointer. His third three-pointer of the game. Four-point Ponca lead, 43-39. 2.37 to go here, third quarter. On the baseline, bounce pass into the corner here for Thompson. For three, off the iron, no good. And rebounded by Kingsbury. But then he has his pass stolen away. Amherst dumps it in underneath. Elo shot, going to be good. So nice drive there by Amherst after they forced the turnover. And Kneifel will give the ball on that left side for Mason. Off of his screen now. They give it to Ferno. Ferno's not a shooter, so he'll give it to Kneifel. Back to Ferno. Ferno thought about the three, had it in rhythm, but he'll give it to Bennett. He'll shoot a three off the iron and no good. And the ball is going to be off the leg of Dominic Esperson, the official right there making the call. Perfect positioning to make the call. And Coach Rippin saying, yeah, of course the ball went off him because he got fouled. As it is, Kingsbury will inbound the ball here for Ponka. They work around the perimeter. It was tipped away, but coming up with it is Kneifel. Kneifel passed down low. Mason shot no good. Rebounded by Thompson. Then Thompson's fouled. I believe Thompson had it momentarily. 
But they're actually going to say that the foul was on Amherst. That's going to be a foul here on Simmons, his second of the game. So it will be Kingsbury that inbounds the basketball here with a minute 47. He'll toss the ball in for Mason. Off of a screen, they'll give it off for Phillips. He'll elevate for three. Off the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Kingsbury. Kingsbury going to be fouled. They got a lot of basketball there. Tanner Thompson got a lot of basketball. But they're going to give the foul to Joshua Elo. And that will be the third on him. So Kingsbury, with six points in the game, will have two free throws to try to add to it. He'll also try to add on to a Ponca 43-41 lead. The free throw is up, and it is good. Don't forget that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Plant River Radio Group of Stations and at plantriverpreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. Kingsbury makes the free throw, and then he misses the second. It's going to be rebounded by Josh Elo, and he'll bring the ball across the timeline himself. 94 seconds to go here, third quarter. He dribbles down to that right side, has used up his dribble. Get the bounce pass for Vavra. Vavra right back out for Elo. Driving here is going to be Thompson. Thompson shot no good. They're going to say he walked with it. Oh, my goodness. And the official comes over and talks with uh, one of the assistant coaches of Amherst is a little disgusted about not getting a call. And I'm not so sure that the coaching staff for Amherst doesn't have a point. Pass here on the right side for for Furno, giving it left side for Bennett. Bennett over for Phillips on that left side. Off of a screen, they'll get the ball to Furno. He'll shoot a three, and he hits the three. Zachary Furno drains the three-pointer, and a timeout being taken by Amherst. 46-41, minute two to go here, third quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Since our bank was founded in 1905, we have been the community bank that's part of your community. Whether it's Friday night at the football game or volunteering at the local celebration, at Town & Country Bank, building relationships is what matters. That's why we gladly support the towns in which we live and work. This is Heather at Town & Country Bank, and I invite you to stop in today and let us show you how banking should be. Town & Country Bank, relationships you can bank on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. And welcome back here to Boone Central. As right now, it is uh, Honka with a five-point lead, 46-41. You know, if you're going to pull off the upset, you got to get a few breaks. And right now, Amherst is not getting those breaks. It seems like a lot of 50-50 calls are going to Ponca. But we still have a lot of time to change that. Two-possession game, final minute of the third quarter. Asperson has the ball knocked away. He'll get the ball back and nearly stolen away. Asperson will throw it across the timeline here for Elo. Elo on the left side. 
We'll use a little bit of a screen, but Ponka fights through it. So dribbling is going to be Elo. He'll throw on the right side here for Rody. Rody will drive, dip it in underneath. Ball fake. We got the ball knocked out of bounds. And uh, no foul call, but Tanner Thompson will be helped up here by Ponka after they swat the ball out of bounds. So Rody will inbound on the baseline. And the ball being thrown in here for Esperson. Esperson gives it off here for Elo. Elo back out for Thompson. 25 seconds to go. They're giving a bench warning here for Amherst for being out of the coach's box. And they've been paying a lot of attention to the uh, assistant coaches and where Coach Rippon has been standing. And a lot of that has to do with uh, the fact that they've been barking at him pretty hard. So between the circles, Elo. Elo will give it here right side for Tanner Thompson. Thompson slides. He's going to turn it over. That'll be a turnover here on Amherst. Well, they're down by five, 13.9 to go here, third quarter. Amherst is going to have to patch this thing together. They're on the verge of having this one come unraveled. Kneifel on the right side. He'll drive. He'll dish. Give it off here for Phillips. He'll drive, and it's going to be a charge. Stepping in and making the play with 2.4 to go is Tanner Thompson. Good play there by Thompson. Phillips is going to be called for the charge. Only 2.4 here for Amherst. Well, that's a nice defensive play. Then the quarter on. They give it to Rody. Rody, three-quarter court shot. Hits the glass, but that's it. And so Ponke heads to the fourth quarter with a 46-41 lead over Amherst. We'll return to Boone Central right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud... Five Points Bank, the better bank, has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs, from loans to customer service. Five Points Bank is the better bank. Our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking, service, and attention. Bank with the better bank. Five Points Bank. And welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Kalen Rohde will inbound here for Amherst. They trail it 46-41 as we start the fourth quarter. On the right side, Esperson, we've got a whistle. That's going to be a foul on Amherst away from the ball. Moving screen here on Scout Simmons. That's going to be his third foul. These officials have not called a lot of fouls here in the second half. That aspect, I would say, is uh, is highly accurate. Both teams have played this one pretty clean. Pass on the right side here for Kingsbury. Off the screen, he'll throw it for Kneifel. Kneifel for three, hits the three. 
Brandon Kneipel with 17 in the game. He didn't score in that third quarter, but he gets started here in the uh, fourth. And we're going to have a hold here on Ponka. That'll be a hold here on Kneipel. That will just be his first. Well, we'll see if they can get Josh Elo going here. He hadn't scored in the third quarter either. He was leading scorer for Amherst. They get on the baseline for Elo. Elo will have to kick the ball back out. And now cutting through here is Rody, And Rody will run into Kingsbury. And Kingsbury is going to be called for the block. Kingsbury got there just a shade late. That one was close. Rody will inbound on the baseline. 49-41, eight-point ball game, and they're going to get a towel and clean that bit of perspiration up off of the floor. Gives us a chance to say thanks to our presenting sponsors of district and state basketball, including Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, and Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and in Sutton. Still doing a little mopping work underneath the basket on the Amherst end of the court. So now the Broncos will inbound the basketball. They could use a bucket here. They're down by eight. You hate to trail by more points than you got minutes to play in the game. And there's 7.27 left, and the inbounds pass is going to be knocked down by Kneifel. That'll be a turnover. Good work there by Kneifel. And the long pass up ahead down that sideline for Phillips. Phillips will give it back to Kneifel. Kneipel throws right side. Driving now is going to be Bennett. Bennett has a shot blocked right into the hands of Rody. So Rody will pull down the rebound. I think the block was by Thompson, but a long pass is going to be too long for Amherst, and they're going to turn it over. Well, they're looking to run the floor, and they ran maybe just a little bit too far, a little bit too fast. So now Kneipel brings across the timeline and has the ball knocked out by Simmons, it'll go out of bounds. Simmons will get uh, involved with uh, Kneifel on that sideline, and they basically help each other up. Good bit of sportsmanship there by both squads. And now Phillips will inbound on the baseline. We'll do a little bit more mopping. So they pick up that spot right in front of Honka head coach Adam Pulowski. And they'll get the ball here for Phillips. Phillips would be picked up defensively by Elo. Off the left side, there's Kneifel for three. No good. And rebounded by Vavra. So Vavra pulls down the board here for the Broncos. They're down by eight. Six and a half to go. Right side, they'll give it for Asperson. Off the screen, they give it for Elo. There's a whistle and a hold here. It's going to be on Ponka. That'll be on Briar Bennett. That will be his fourth. Bennett with nine points in the game, all of them long-distance dial-ups, and he'll come out of the game. Esperson will inbound the ball for Vavra. Vavra gives left side for Simmons. Off the screen, they'll give it here for Elo. Now for Thompson on this left side. Give and go, give it to Elo. Elo on the drive, gets the bucket and foul. 14 in the game for Josh Elo, but his first points of the second half. And one. That'll be the third foul here on Aiden Anderson. 
So Elo, 49% free throw shooter on the season. And it's good. Finishes the three-point play. 49-44. Pass up ahead here for Phillips. Phillips on that left wing. Drives down to the baseline where he's picked up by Elo. Off the screen, they give it top of the circle here for Kneipel. Kneipel will step through, laid off glass, good. That is a pretty drive by a good basketball player. Brandon Kneipel has 19 in the game. So pass up ahead here for Joshua Elo. He'll kick the ball out for Thompson. Thompson, he'll drive. Bavra wants it. Bavra gets it. He'll drive the baseline. Nice bounce pass by, through the hands of Elo. And it's picked up by Esperson. Esperson had the ball knocked away. Gets it back. Gives it to Elo. Elo kicks out for Thompson for three. No good. Bavra pulls down the board. Now nope, couldn't quite reel it in. He had his hands on it. Just couldn't squeeze it. 51-44. 5.42 to go. Fourth quarter. Amherst hanging tough here with Ponca. They need a couple of defensive stops. They need to get a couple of buckets. They're trailing by seven. Kneifel picked up defensively by Simmons. Plenty of time here. Kick for Phillips for three. Got it. Caden Phillips now has eight in the game. Ten-point lead. Thompson in the lane. Kick out. Back to Thompson on the baseline. His drive is too strong. Tipped around, still fighting for the basketball, and it's going to be last touched by Ponca. Paul Mason was battling hard for the basketball. He just couldn't get it. It goes off of his hands. And so Amherst gets a little bit of a break here. And now they get a timeout. 5-11 to go, fourth quarter. Broncos need a bucket. They trail it 54-44 this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. We return to Boone Central after this. Farming is a way of life here, and today's farmer has a feel for the land, a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest, and the farmers know CHS Agronomy Department is who they can trust and count on. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed and soil samples. CHS is right there where you are. That means you know the people, and they're giving back in your communities. CHS, people and resources. You can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. And welcome back here to our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there, and Amherst needs a bucket. They're down by 10, 5-11 to go. Why they called the timeout here. They'll give it on the left side for Esperson. Esperson's pass stolen away. All by themselves is Ponca. Layup by Phillips. They missed it. Offensive rebound. Gonna be blocked. Mason missed it. Phillips gets it. He missed it. Tipped out. Elo's got it. And somehow Amherst withstands the flurry. And they've got their hands back on the basketball. Simmons gives it away. Gets it back. Will kick here on the left side for Esperson. In the lane. Leaning in is Thompson. He'll kick the ball back out. Simmons, left side, three-pointer, Esperson, too strong. Over the back is Kingsbury. He's going to be called for the foul. Thompson was blocking him out. Kingsbury with the push. And that will now be 18 fouls here on Ponca. So it'll be a one-and-one here for Tanner Thompson. This will be Thompson's first trip to the free-throw line. He's got a couple of three-pointers. He's got a couple of deuces. 
And now his first trip to the line. Amherst needs all the points they can get their hands on. The front end of the one and one is good. Hit the front of the rim and then bled over. And the officials are being called over to the book for some discussion. As there is a discrepancy, both uh, team books are there with the official book at midcourt. Discussing something, it's probably whether or not there's seven or eight fouls as a team or how many fouls Kingsbury has. And they're having that discussion right now. So this is going to take a little while. So uh, Coach Rippon brings his team over to the sideline. Coach Pulowski is going to have the opportunity to discuss this as well as they work out some sort of discrepancy with the book with 4.35 to go here in the fourth quarter. And both teams trying to encourage their squad for the final four and a half minutes. Nine-point lead right now for Ponca, 54-45, and dueling Go Big Red and Go Big Blue cheers. We're not sure... Again, we can't hear the uh, discussion at the scorer's table here, but the Ponca home book is very emphatic about something, and I think, again, it's got something to do with how many foul either Kingsbury has, and they have changed it on the scoreboard. They have seven fouls as a team here for Ponca. Well, whatever it was, the problem has been maybe not to everyone's satisfaction, but it's been straightened out. They still say there's three fouls on Kingsbury and now seven as a team here on Ponca. And in a tight ball game, that can make the difference. That can turn into a point, and points are valuable. And that brings us back to Tanner Thompson at the free throw line because he's got one more free throw coming up here. 54-45, nine-point Ponca lead. Amherst at the line trying to chip away at it. So Thompson's been at the line a long time. A 60% free throw shooter has his second free throw, and it is no good. Rebounded by Kingsbury. So Ponca slowly will bring the ball up court. Kneifel will now bring it across the line. Give it on the left side for Bennett. Off of the screen, they'll give it here for Mason, and we've got a whistle away from the ball. Actually, as they were throwing the ball inside, that'll be a hold here on Kalen Rohde. That'll be his second. Five as a team now on Amherst. Check that. That's Rohde's third. And they'll give it for Mason. Mason goes right side, and Kingsbury will hit a three. Carter Kingsbury with 10 in the game. The 6-5 forward elevates and hits an NBA range three. Simmons will give off left side here for Elo. Elo with the handoff for Rohde. He'll shoot a three. No good. Offensive rebound. Kick into the corner. Esperson. His three is short. Rebounded by Kingsbury. And Ponka now has a 12-point lead and the basketball. Kingsbury dribbles behind his back. Brings it in the offensive end. He'll drive right side. Dump it. Here's a three by Phillips. It's off the iron. No good. And rebounded by the Broncos. Dribbling out with it is Simmons after snagging the board. He'll give it right side for Thompson. 
Absolutely need a bucket here. They get it to Elo, and Elo is fouled. That'll be on Kneifel. That will be his second. So now Rohde at the line for a one-and-one. He missed a free throw that would have turned into a four-point play. This is his second trip to the line, and the free throw is good. That earns him the bonus. 79% free throw shooter on the season, as we mentioned earlier. A guy you really want to get to the line. If he makes the free throw here, lead will be cut down to 10, but he can't do it. Mason will pull down the board for Ponka. 57-46, three and a half to go. Time ticking. Time is not the friend of the Broncos. Driving is Kneifel. Kneifel gives the offer for Phillips. Kingsbury will play a little keep away. He'll be picked up by Elo. Kingsbury will scoop. He'll shot. No good. Fighting for the rebound. It's tipped into the hands here of Mason. And then Mason will throw it near midcourt. Giving it for Kneifel. And now Ponka will try to take the air out of the ball a little bit. They want to shorten this game down as much as possible by milking the clock. They'll give it right side for Kneifel. Ponka up by 11. Gives it to Phillips. Phillips from the free throw line. Kicks out for Kingsbury for three. No good. And a hustle rebound by Mason. And Mason's going to be fouled. It looked like that was going to be an Amherst rebound. But Mason just sprinted everybody, out sprinted everybody to the ball. Elo called for his fourth foul. That will stop the clock here with 247. 57-46. Kneifel has the ball in the backcourt. Working against Rody. rody has got three fouls. They'll give it here on the right side for Bennett. Bennett over there for Phillips. Two and a half to go in the game. Back out here for Kneifel. Kneifel penetrates. And we're going to have a hand check foul called here on Amherst. And I think that's on Rody. That is on number two. That's his fourth. So Rody has four. Josh Elo also with four. Kneifel with now the front end of a one and one. And the free throw is good. He's got 20 points in the game. point Ponka lead. Two and a half minutes to go. Second free throw is good. Mountain just got a little bit taller, but Amherst has to climb to plant their flag on it so they can go to Lincoln. Thompson will penetrate, kick the ball in the corner here for Asperson. Asperson in the lane. Going to be fouled with a little hand check foul here by Caden Phillips. That'll be his fourth. Now Esperson at the free throw line, his first trip there today. He's got three points in the game. Vavra will check in here. Esperson, a 59% free throw shooter. He'll come out because they want to protect uh, Joshua Elo. And hope that Esperson can hit a couple of free throws. The front end of the one-and-one by Esperson is good. Four in the game for him. 59-47 our score right now. Amherst has played well, but will it be enough? Second free throw by Esperson's good. 11-point ball game, 2.20 to go. Up ahead here for Phillips. Phillips kicks in the corner. Bennett will fire a three. That's no good, but another rebound by Mazin. 
Mason has been phenomenal here in the second half. Didn't have a rebound in the first half. He's got six, but now Amherst will force the turnover. Dominic Esperson tipped the ball. It went off the shoulder of Kneifel and out of bounds. So great hustle there by Esperson to force the turnover. Elo checks back into the game. Simmons across the timeline. Throws right side for Esperson. Esperson working against Phillips. Throws it on the baseline for Thompson. Jump stop, and that's going to be a walk, yep. Dominic Esperson, as the defense collapsed on him, just had trouble with that jump stop, and he's going to end up walking with it. That's good defense. 59-48, minute 48 to go. Phillips in the offensive end here for Ponka, trying to make it back to state. They'll give it right side for Phillips. Phillips has numbers. He has a runner in the lane, and he now has 10 points as he hits the bucket, and it's a 13-point lead with a minute and a half to go, and another Amherst turnover. Coming up with it is Bennett. Bennett will drive, and it rolls in, hung on that rim forever. He's got 11, and the lead is 15 with a minute 22 to go. Doesn't look like it's to be here for Amherst. Runner in the lane off the heel for Esperson. No good. Rebound by Bennett. Bennett gives it to Kingsbury. He'll dunk it. Kingsbury with the throwdown. 17-point lead, and that'll put an exclamation point on it. Three-pointer for Thompson. Going to be no good. Off the hands of Mason and out of bounds. Mason, who did not have a rebound in the first half, according to my numbers, has six here in the second half. A big reason why Ponka has a 17-point lead in the final minute. Off the inbounds, Esperson shoots the three. No good. Rebounded by Kneifel, and Kneifel will be fouled. So he'll go to the line with 21 points in the game. The foul is going to be on Rohde, and Rohde will foul out of the basketball game with 53.8 to go. And the Amherst Bronco fans will give the junior a big round of applause as he'll sit down. Ponca is going to empty their bench. They lead at 65-48 with 53.8 to go. So a free throw coming up here for Kneifel. Kneifel's free throw is good. He'll earn one more. And now Amherst, in kind, will make a line change. Five new Broncos coming on the court. And for Amherst... Leaving the court for the final time will be Joshua Elo as a senior and Dominic Esperson. So those two seniors who see their career come to an end here in Albion. The free throw is up and good here for Kneifel. So he'll make another free throw. Dalton Tooney will come in for him. For Amherst on the court here is going to be uh, Riley Fisher. He'll inbound the basketball here for Ethan Elo. Ethan has it in the offensive end. And on that left side is Nolan Elo. Nolan wants the ball, but it's in the hands here of Riley Fisher. They do give it to uh, Nolan. He'll kick it out here for Riley Adelong. Adelong baseline jumper going to be no good. He's going to be fouled by Taylor Court, And so he'll go to the free throw line for a couple. So Adelong will go to the line. I think I mentioned everybody's name except for Wesley Christensen for Amherst. It's in the uh, game at the moment. 
So Adelong with two free throws. The first one's good. Amherst will end their season at 17-7. and 67-49, but this game really was a lot closer than that. In fact, Amherst led most of the first half. Second free throw rolls around is no good. Court fighting for the rebound. It is going to go off the hands of Amherst. That'll be uh, for Riley Fisher, who actually was making contact with the ball while he was out of bounds. So 36 seconds to go. And for Ponca, Chase Phillips will bring it up. He'll throw it here on the left side for Turney. Turney working against the man-to-man. Gives it for Korth. Korth gives right side for Phillips. Phillips back out here for Luzzi. As Alexander Luzzi had his hands on the ball, he'll give it right side here for Turney. And that'll be a hell ball. Good work there defensively by Nolan Elo. Nope, they didn't call. I'm sorry, I thought they were doing a hell ball, but it's going to be a foul. That'll be the first foul of the game here on Nolan Elo. And so a one-and-one here for for Turney. Dalton Turney's free throw is up and good. 16.2 seconds to go. And the dreams ahead into the state basketball tournament will not come true here for Amherst. They won their sub-district final in overtime, but did not have that magic here today against the number five team in the state. Free throw is no good. Riley Fisher will pull down the rebound. And they'll give it off here for Ethan Elo. Ethan gives the ball back out here for Fisher. Five seconds left. NBA range three-pointer going to be no good here for Elo. Rebounded by Chase Phillips. And that's going to do it. Your final score, Ponca, with a 68-49 to win, ending the season for Amherst. Broncos walk off the court with a record of 17-7. Ponca will head to the state tournament at 23-4. and four. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show when we return to Albion right after this. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, 
Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud... And welcome back here to uh, Albion. As Ponka cutting down the nets here after a 68-49 win over Amherst. This is the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Ponka was held uh, relatively quiet for periods of that first half. But then it was Amherst that had a little trouble getting things going offensively here in the second half. And they... uh, uh, couldn't stop Ponka, who scored 22 points in that fourth quarter. And so, again, it was it was tight heading into the uh, fourth quarter. It was a five-point ball game. But then uh, Ponka with 22 points in that quarter, and they win this one by a final of 68-49. to 49. Let's check the numbers here for Amherst, who end their season at 17-7. and seven. They were led by Joshua Elo, 15 points and four rebounds. Tanner Thompson had 11 points and three rebounds. Four points, three rebounds for Kalen Rohde. Uh, seven points, three rebounds by Colton Baver. He really played very well today. Uh, six points, three rebounds for Scout Simmons. Five points uh, in the game here for Dominic Esperson. And Riley Fisher contributed a uh, rebound as well. Unofficially, Amherst with 17 rebounds in the game. But Ponquette finished unofficially with 21 boards. And uh, again, Amherst turned the ball over 14 times in the game and uh, just it just seemed like a lot of 50-50 balls went Ponka's way. A lot of 50-50 calls went Ponka's way and Amherst needed to get maybe a few more breaks along the way to be able to pull off the upset. But Ponka now 23-4 and as they win this, this one 68-49. to Leading the way here for the Indians was Brandon Kneifel. He finished with 23 points and four rebounds. Carter Kingsbury with 12 points and six rebounds. They did a pretty good job of slowing him down. Caden Phillips also finished in double figures. He had 10 points and two rebounds. Uh, 11 points and two rebounds for Briar Bennett. Three points in the game for Zachary Ferno. Five points, six rebounds for Paul Mason. Uh, one point here for Dalton Turney. Uh, 12 points. And six rebounds for Kingsbury, as I mentioned. Four points and one rebound for Aiden Anderson. Once again, your final in this one, it was Ponca, 68-49 to 49 over Amherst. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll continue with our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Hopefully you have a chance to talk with Coach Rippon when we return to Boone Central after this timeout. It's prom time at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Book your tuxedo or suit rental in the hottest vest and tie combos in colors to make your rental unique to you. Or Gary Michaels has suits to purchase for $1.99. If you're getting married, book your wedding by March 31st and receive 10% off all rentals. Whether your wedding is big or small, the sixth rental is free. Choose from popular shades of grays and blues, only $134.95. 
Let the professionals at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney make that special day perfect. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit StormHockey.com. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud... B&B Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. And welcome back here to uh, Albion, Boone Central High School, as uh, Amherst has their season come to an end, 68-49. to 49. And Amherst has made their way uh, out of the locker room, but they're going to take a couple of team pictures. And so we'll uh, have to wait a little while to talk with head coach Eric Rippon, but we will talk with the coach here uh, after they have their uh, photograph taken with the uh, district runner-up trophy. So uh, congratulations to Amherst. Again, just making it here is a pretty big deal as they, the program continues to kind of move forward, but they're going to have to do without the services next year of Joshua Elo and Dominic Esperson, a couple of pretty good basketball players. Uh, Elo averages about 13 points per ball game. Esperson about uh, seven, so they've got to find a way to replace about uh, one-third of their scoring on the season. But again, the program seems to be heading in the right direction. Uh, for Amherst, as they gave a pretty good effort here against uh, Ponca. Uh, in fact, they led much of the first half and led by as many as seven or eight a couple of different times uh, in the first half, but then they kind of got a cold streak. Ponca turned them over a few times, uh, took the lead, and uh, again, uh, Amherst was able to take the lead back uh, at uh, 39 to 38, but from that point on, uh, it was. Uh, uh, well, 30, 
to about uh, 12 points from that point on. So uh, Amherst uh, falls here uh, by a final of 68-49. to 49. And kind enough to uh, join us to talk about it is uh, Eric uh, Rippon, head basketball coach here for Amherst. And, Coach, you, you certainly cannot fault the effort. Your, your guys played hard from the time they threw the ball up until the final horn. Yeah, um, I knew that we were going to have to bring energy tonight and effort was going to have to be unreal if we were going to come and get the upset tonight. Yeah, and, and certainly the effort was there. And, you know, when you, if you're going to pull off an upset, sometimes you got to get some breaks. And it just seemed like a lot of a lot of 50-50 calls, a lot of 50-50 balls uh, ended up going Ponca's way. Yeah, um, I thought we were right there the whole game. And then in that fourth quarter, we just couldn't get a defensive rebound. I don't even want to know how many offensive rebounds we gave up, but that was the difference in the game. It let them go on a little bit of a run. We missed some shots, and th- their experience, they've been here for the last three, four, five years, and we're trying to get back to this point, and their experience just took over late. But, dang, our kids came out, and we could beat them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just battled hard. And, and again, much of that first half, uh, you guys were able to rebound reasonably well. You guys were able to stop a, a pretty good basketball player in Carter Kingsbury. He had a pretty quiet first half. And so I think a lot of the things you wanted to do, you got done in the first two quarters. Yeah, we knew that we were going to have probably one of the toughest tests of any C2 team tonight of stopping, stopping Carter. And I thought our kids did an amazing job of game planning for the one day that we had to game plan against him. And that's no easy task in itself. And they had some other guys step up in some big moments and hit some shots that we just needed them to miss. And um, But, yeah, again, I, I can't fault my kids' effort. And I, Ponca, they're a great team. I'm not going to be surprised if they make a run down in Lincoln here in a couple weeks. The coach does a good job, and they've got some nice players. It, it seemed in that fourth quarter a lot of your shots were coming up short. I just think the energy you had to expel all night tonight made for some tired legs because you only played 48 hours ago. Yeah, we came off a of back-to-back with one day day of rest in an overtime game here on Thursday night. So one one day of rest of that, and yeah, we were we definitely got tired. And um, and I just told our kids to keep fighting as hard as they can. I knew they were giving me everything they got. And again, yeah, just legs and their, their experience. But man, it's it was a fun time, fun atmosphere. I thank our fans. You know, I can't thank them enough for making this trip up here. We definitely travel really well and the community's awesome and but our kids' effort was top notch today. Yeah, you're right. Your team showed up, your fans showed up tonight. It made for a great environment. Yeah, it really did. A lot of fun. And I just told our kids, you know, I thanked our seniors. I can't you know, Dom Dominic and Josh, those two had one heck of a did one heck of a job to get us back to where we want to be. And I just told our younger kids that we make sure we're here from here on out. Well, what does the future look like for you guys? It seems you guys, like you said, are moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think it's really bright. we got a great young group coming up. We've got a good group coming back of returning. You know, our, you know, our junior class is very good, good leaders. But it's definitely going to hurt missing Josh and Dom. But we, we'll be back. I, I can promise you here these next four to five years, we'll be back here. All right, go get him, Eric. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Coach. All right, Eric Rippon, head basketball coach here for Amherst. They fall by a final of 69 excuse me, 68 to 49. We're going to step away for a moment. We'll wrap this one all up here from Boone Central when we return with more of the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show right after this. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. And welcome back here as we'll wrap up the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care. There's no referral necessary. Well, Ponka punches one of the first tickets to the state basketball tournament in Lincoln on the boys' side, 68-49. to 49. They, pat, they, they punch one of the first, but not the first. That honor may very well go to the Hastings Tigers, who won in Class B over Crete, 38-26. to 26. And uh, the Tigers qualify for the state basketball tournament for the first time since 2004. But uh, they know the way to Lincoln. Uh, this is going to be, their, I think, their 59th trip to the state basketball tournament uh, in Lincoln. I guess a few years ago, it was actually played in Omaha at Boys Town. But that's a different story for a different day. Um, so congratulations to the, uh, to the Tigers from Hastings, also to the Ponca Indians, and actually for the uh, Broncos of Amherst, they gave a great effort here tonight, but just pretty much ran out of gas. And if you ever want to see the value of high school basketball and what it means, you know, watch watch the winning team take their pictures and watch uh, the coaches say goodbye to the seniors on the losing squad. Uh, it, it been doing this for a lot of years, and it still gets me every year how tough it is to uh, say goodbye to your seniors if you're one of the coaches. Well, that will continue uh, across the state over the next few days. Uh, don't forget that coming up tonight over on Power 99, we'll have uh, the end of somebody's season as Columbus comes to Kearney High to take on the Bearcats in the A1 district semifinal. If Kearney High is able to win, they will be traveling to Millard North on uh, on Monday, and we'll have that game for you 
Oh, excuse me, they'd be there on Tuesday. My apologies. They would play on Tuesday, and we'll have that game for you as well here on Plant River Radio. Well, here's what we've got for you in the next uh, few days. Over on KJS Radio on Tuesday, we'll have Adam Central and O'Neill. That one will tip around 7 o'clock on Power 99 Monday in Class C1. We'll have Bishop Newman and Carney Catholic playing in York. Again, that will be on Power 99 on Monday. On the Breeze Monday, we will have coverage of Sutton and Oakland Craig, the C23 district final from Columbus. And again, that will be on the Breeze, 94.5. Also on the Breeze on Tuesday will be Paxton and Axtell. That one will tip off at about 7 o'clock Tuesday night from Gothenburg. And on Power 99 on Tuesday, we will have Pleasanton and Elm Creek. That one will be played over at Kearney High. And, of course, the uh, brackets have been announced for the Girls State Basketball Tournament. Be listening to our myriad of stations at PlatteRiverPreps.com, and we will let you know what that schedule is going to be over the next few days, what, what station each game will be on. But, of course, they'll all be available streaming online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And that internet streaming is all brought to you by our friends at Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Well, we certainly want to say thanks to all of our presenting sponsors, including Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nutrigen Ag Solutions. Decade after decade, we're here to provide you the best technologies, tools, and products so you can focus on what you do best. Grow UNK. Be blue, be gold, be bold at UNK. Once again, our final here is 68-49. Ponca ends the season for Amherst, but Amherst just kind of ran out of gas in that fourth quarter. Uh, They were down by only uh, six. In fact, they they cut it down to uh, a one-possession game early in the fourth quarter, but then they just kind of ran out of gas, and Ponca wins this one 68-49. I'm Randy Bushcutter for our engineer, Stacy Johns, back in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us. Good night, everybody. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.